Oh, so that's what it's mattering. That's a smattering. All right, let's try this one again. I feel like I'm about to, you know, give a speech at my book launch. <laughs> it's because Naomi's not here, so only half the crowd showed up. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome to L2L, Learning to Listen, the podcast. Um, we're talking about music. And the way we listen to music, we're trying to engage with the music we listen to. We're all about the lost art of engaged listening. So that's why we're talking about albums and consuming the album as a whole artistic statement, the way artists intended. So uh, this isn't a biography show. No, this is a staff picks. <laughs> we're feeling a little loose tonight, you know. Uh, we kind of pulled this one out of our hats last minute. Uh, but yes, anyway. Uh, staff picks is what we do instead of, uh, you know, some of the other stuff we do on this show. It's, uh, maybe a few recommendations, some ideas of what, you know, just points your ship in the right direction. Basically, Naomi isn't here tonight. And, uh, unfortunately she's feeling a little bit under the weather. She's going to be okay. So, you know, it's not COVID. Not COVID. Don't worry about that. But we decided, you know, she needed to put her feet up take the night off and uh we wanted to save missy elliott's uh superfly for another week so thanks for joining us this is be an impromptu episode of staff picks we are calling long songs long songs <laughs> long songs <laughs> charlie charlie scream is here of course Hello. charlie scream so yeah we're talking about long songs uh basically <laughs> We're like, okay, let's rethink today. I opened up my notes for ideas for shows. I saw the first one. It said songs over 10 minutes. I said, let's do that. And so that's what go. we're doing. Um, but before we get into it, Patreon, patreon.com slash learning to listen. So you get archive episodes. You get episodes early. You get bonus content. I mean, what else do you want from us, huh? We're doing our best over here. We're we're making stuff happen. And uh, if you want to help us out, that's where you go. You go to patreon.com slash learning to listen. Uh, you know, just help us out. Because you're nice. Mom! <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's what, yeah. We, we do need to start an OnlyFans. <laughs> Only real way we're going to monetize this thing ever. All right. So, moving on. Charlie, how's it going? I'm doing all right. How are you we doing, buddy? Yeah, we decided to do this impromptu staff picks. And uh, so, you know, staff picks at that wall in the record store, if you guys ever remember going to record stores. I mean, I guess maybe now it's like a Spotify playlist in yeah, a way. Yeah, what's a record store? Jeez. Yeah, uh, you know, like, like an HMV. Oh, fuck, those are gone too. Like, uh, like a Sam the, the Record, record Man? Fuck, hey. um, Music World? What did you guys have? Tower Records? I don't Empire know, man. What's left? Wait, that's a movie. We do have a chain in Canada called Sunrise Records that bought That's all right. the old HMVs and That's they true. opened about two thirds of them. Any of the major malls that had an HMV are now a Sunrise. Yep. So there you go. So you go to Sunrise Records and you uh, you know you walk in there and there's you know beside the new releases usually there's a little wall that says staff picks. Well, here's ours. Okay. So Straight today's from Ricky's Record Emporium. <laughs> so today's topic is songs over 10 minutes long songs oh. the kind of songs you have to pack a lunch for <laughs> don't worry you won't have to pack a lunch for this podcast hell no we did not do much research 
I did a little research. Okay, wait, no, we did some research. <laughs> in the bathtub while I was like, fuck, what's on my Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so getting into it, I think I said number one, what would you recommend for a single? One yep. single song, release as a single or just a single it not doesn't like have to be released on the radio or anything, does it? No, not necessarily. Because, okay. I mean, there was maybe a handful of those back in the day. Because we're talking about long songs. Yeah. But, you know, the kind of song, if you did hear on the radio back in the day or even now, it's because you're listening to a college station and uh, the DJ wants to go smoke a dube and, you know, or take a shit or something. Or both. Yeah. And they need a long song. They need something over 10 minutes so they can go and fucking have a dube, take a shit, you know. Maybe talk up uh, the cute secretary or something. <laughs> make make their way back to the booth before the song runs out. So, Charlie, what was your pick? My pick for long song singles. I'm going to go with uh, it is my absolute favorite Iron Maiden track. Oh, on Power Slave nonetheless. Yeah, off of Power Slave, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Ooh, what is that clocking at? That clock's in at... Oh, shit, it doesn't say it on there. It is like 13 minutes and 45 seconds. No, yes. Uh, and I'm yeah. there for the whole 13.45. Now, the thing with Iron Maiden is they have a lot of long songs. Yeah. Um, yeah, but not that many that go over 10 minutes. No. That's a yeah. particularly long. Now, I'll tell you, I mean... I always liked this song, but it, it, it got a special place in my heart when, when I saw them live and they did this song and it was just fucking magical. Like, you know, they, they got the, uh, the fog machine going. So it all looked all, all misty and foggy underneath. And then one of the, the lighting rigs came down from the ceiling a bit. And then they actually, they started to sway them back and forth. So it was like being on a ship. It was phenomenal. Put that right to, to the uh, the top quality of the songwriting and the playing on the song, and oh my god, the rhyme of the ancient mariner. All right, I'm with you, man. Um, yeah, that song is like I guess that it qualifies as an epic. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. It's, it's definitely a parts song. It's got a lot of parts, but like you know, it's got a slow build. It big. It like when it picks up, it picks up huge. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously there are a million changes in that song and a million parts, but. <laughs> But just saying, you know, like, uh, yeah, that's that's an epic. And I guess that's kind of what we're going for here. That's right? it. So good pick. Um, okay, cool. I will share mine now. What you got? Let me see if I can share this. All right. Well, my song clocks in at uh, about 18 minutes and 19 seconds. Pretty long. Pretty long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't want to. Boom. No effects is uh, the decline. I knew you were going to pick this one. I thought you would pick this for the, for number three, though. Mm -mm. I got something special for number three. Ooh. No, no, no. I mean, well, this is special, too. Now, I love this. This is fun. This is something that I, I remember the first time I put it on, a buddy of mine gave me this disc. I assumed it was a full-length album, but it just said the decline on it, and it didn't really have a track listing, so I was like... All right, what's up with that? So I put it in, and I'm listening to it, and at first I'm going like, oh, man, this song really flows into the next song, and then this song really flows into the next song. <laughs> and then after a while, I was like, well, wow, they used the refrain from that first song and this song again. I'm like, well, holy shit, wait a second. This is one song. <laughs> I, which, which, like, 
A, that's epic as hell hell, but it's great. It not only did it like really show like no effects like stretch out musically and, and what they can do. I mean, it's got parts for days. It's got amazing playing. It's got harmonies. It's, you know, it's got punk rock, like, you know, ideology all over it. Right. Yeah. Talk shit about everything from religion to gun control to like whatever. Right. Uh, anyway, just, you know, like the whole thing is like, you know, they, they the word conformity comes up at least once in, <laughs> in this 18 minutes. Um, but but it's so funny because part of the punk rock like um, aesthetic, you know, especially from a band like No Effects, is short, fast songs, not epic long songs. Right. And even Fat Mike himself is somebody who uh, who put out a compilation of, of like ninety nine bands playing thirty second songs, you know, as kind of a joke, but also as part of that, like, you know like a 30 second song is like, that's, that's punk, <laughs> you know, right. songs don't usually make it over two minutes in punk rock. So to put one out, that's almost 20 minutes. But anyway, um, what's fun about this, uh, song uh, is that, uh, several years later, uh, a guy named Baz who put together, a uh, you know, an orchestra of, of, uh, musicians that, uh, you know, enjoyed a little bit of a uh, punk rock, ethos or uh, whatever themselves although mm. they were uh a, you know a symphonic orchestra uh he he uh he he did us like a an orchestra like an orchestrated version of the decline and then eventually no effects performed it live at red rocks in 2019 not too long before the pandemic and they released that and i got that on vinyl oh, boom. Ooh, boom but yeah is that the only so, thing on the album no on the second side is uh is a version of linoleum. It is twenty minutes long. No, oh. it's very short. <laughs> um, I cannot remember now. There's a what band is it? Like Rise Against or something like that. Anyway, but it's this version of linoleum that is like, hey, everybody who's been covering linoleum, knock it off because that you've made that song boring and old now. <laughs> but it's a little a tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's a song about how like like yeah, linoleum's like tired and old and, and enough already sure but then it, what they did is they went on youtube and they found all the videos of all the bands covering linoleum and uh and put that together in a compilation to that song and oh. so as a nice little tribute to all the fans of bands that have been covering that song so yeah 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 so pretty awesome so there you go there's my pick for uh single uh no effects is the decline so you know go check that out there's a couple of versions out there. Like I said, there's the orchestrated version live at Red Rocks. That's a fun version because you get to hear like, you know, xylophones and <laughs> fucking cellos and shit, <laughs> you know, play wrong to a punk rock song. Man, that would have been so, a trip to see. That would have been a hell of a live thing. Yeah, for sure, man. All right. So Charlie, number two. What's number two? Album with at least one song over 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is good. So I have found... I found this not too long ago. I've been searching for it for a while, but I've got Chuck Berry Concerto in Be Good. So this is a, a track that takes up the entire second side of the album. Nice. Side B. It's all Perfect. 18 minutes and 40 seconds long. And it is such a groovy jam. It is like, this came out at the same time, like uh, Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf were putting out their psychedelic bluesy kind of stuff. So it kind of falls into that that camp a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, and it 
just keeps going. I've put this on while 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 making dinner and then, you know, eating dinner and then finishing dinner and you're like, "Okay, all right, cool." You know, like you just coast right on through and then you could just uh, start it again cuz it's that good. Right on, man. Yeah, well that's funny. So like to think of Chuck Berry like doing a fucking long ass jam. Yeah, because generally, you know, they're the short what three three and a half minutes three three and a half minute songs right well yeah bangers. you're thinking of like his like radio you know obviously classic rock and roll tunes yeah 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 they're all coming in at least at three minutes tops right mm-hmm. yeah nice man yeah i don't know if i've ever heard that actually to come think come to think of it oh man i'll spin it for you i mean not right now but so is that a, that's a whole live record no it's it's just it's not even a live record it's Oh, that's a it's studio. A studio. It's a studio track. It, it's just uh, a really long, good jam. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that that you know, I'm I'm sure that they tracked it live, but I don't. There's no studio audience or nothing. No. Okay. Cool. I thought maybe it was like yeah, jamming out live, like you know, I, I just heard it again recently. But uh, every time I think of Chuck Berry live, all I can think of uh, is that my dingling. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, did he? He must have put that out on an album somewhere. Didn't like, he? how does the audience know all the words? Oh yeah. Well, it wasn't. He wasn't the first one to put it out, was he? I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't think who he was. put out? Who no. put out my dingling? I'm sure he covered it. I mean, when you listen to him sing my dingling, it's very progressive. Mm. He's like, hey, there's a, there's a guy singing over here singing the girl parts. He's like, that's okay, baby. Nobody's gonna bother <laughs> you. It's a free country. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, all right, Chuck Berry, progressive guy, filming women pissing in the bathroom, but you know. <laughs> But that's, you know, we don't kink shame here. No. You know, it'd just be nicer if he did it with some con- consent first. Yeah, this is just get the consent and then do, do you hey, fill your boots or hey, get them to I, fill your boots. Yeah, can I film you pissing in the bathroom? And I mean, I'm sure, like, here's the thing. You're Chuck Berry. Somebody's going to say yes. <laughs> yeah, you might have to ask a couple of people, but you'll yeah, get there. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, cool. I want to check that out. I can't believe I haven't heard that. I'm going to listen to that. Someday, eventually. I'll bring it over. Please do. We'll have a beer throughout the whole track. We'll just have a beer. (laughs) Okay. Well, so. What you got? My uh, pick for like album with super, at least one. I've got more than one on this album. There's at least three songs over 10 minutes. And there's one that happens to be over 20 minutes. 22 minutes and 40 seconds to uh, be precise. And it is live at oh. the Fillmore East. Well, I guess it's not even called live. It's just the Almond Brothers at Fillmore East. Fillmore East. Yeah, man. And uh, the song in particular that I'm talking about is kind of like you. It's one whole side of a record, except it's so fucking long that it's one side of a double album. <laughs> yes. So this album has so many long songs on it that it's a four-sided album. So two discs. One side, two sides each, four sides. Side number four, the entire side is Whipping Post. Okay. And if yeah, you've yeah, never yeah. heard the live version of Whipping Post off of at Fillmore East, oh man, get high as fucking giraffe pussy and put that on, man, and just fucking go to another dimension. It's great. It's everything great about, you know, like. I understand if you're like, ah, I ain't that fucking hippie jam band shit. All right. But when now, the shut almonds up. You are, don't know what you're talking about. When the almonds are doing it? Oh, like fish. All right. You don't like fish? Fair enough. That's okay. fine. Maybe you can't get behind the Grateful Dead? Sure. 
you know, not for everybody. I get it. I get it. I don't like that all that much Grateful Dead myself. I mean, I like a lot of it, but I can see where you're coming from. But the fucking Almond Brothers, like, <laughs> it's unfucking deniable, man. It fucking rocks so goddamn hard from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. It just, it's got so much soul. It's got so much heart, and they just dig in so hard. And when they're just like, you know, when you've got them like just fucking busting out like all those parts, man, and all those fucking chops and all those players. Like, uh, oh, man, who's all playing on this fucking thing, right? Like, uh, you know, um, anyway, like the way the the organ parts and the guitars just fucking jam so hard together for so long. And, and then you just hear them screaming like, you know, I've been dying, do the whip and bows. It's like you almost feel like you're there. Like it, it sucks you in, you know, like it's a, you can close your eyes and just be pulled into that, you know. And it's it's the pinnacle of like live album material too right yes so good it's such a good live record back to front so that's why i thought i had to do this one because not only do you have whipping post which is definitely over 10 minutes you've got in memory of elizabeth reed that comes in at 12 you've got you don't love me that comes in at 19 mm-hmm. uh honorable mention to stormy monday a great version of stormy monday comes in just under 10 minutes so i mean the shortest songs on this album are five and four minutes you know it's like and of course they're great too but it's like yeah uh you know you don't get bored. So, and it's a classic, man. That's like, good. I, 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 I didn't realize, I thought you were going to pick something else for that, but uh, have you, for your consideration, have you heard much of the, the album they did before that, Eat a Peach? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's on, um, specifically on Eat a Peach, though? I don't remember. Well, specifically on Eat a Peach is side two and side four. It's the, album that, it's the album after, though, isn't it? No, I think it's before, isn't it? No, I don't think so, man. It is. I think Idlewild well, you know, South. You're right. You're right. My bad. It was It was after. Mm-hmm. It was 72. That was 71. Um, but Side 2 is a, is a track called Mountain Jam. And, then, and that just goes on and this kind of fades out. But then Side 4 is... Mountain Jam continued. So side one is 19 minutes and 37 seconds, and then side two, Mountain Jam continued, is 15 minutes and six seconds. Oh, so okay. Just, well, it, I know what you're talking about. I've never listened to the vinyl version of that, so mm-hmm. I should maybe I should really fill up my uh, Almond Brothers collection. But on CD, that's one continuous oh, track. Yeah, okay. yeah, which is cool that they were able to do that. Well, that's um, good. That's interesting. That that that'll segue into into my pick for. For album, actually. Oh, I wonder what the way that is. that works. And it's, well, let's see because mine too. <laughs> oh, well, let's see. I wonder if it's going to be the same one. What do you oh, figure? Interesting. I don't know if it will be, but I mean, it's not, okay. it wouldn't wouldn't be the first time. You okay, know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, great minds and all that, right? Okay, so number three, I said album or EP that is technically all one song. So that's why yeah. I said EP. That's probably why you thought maybe. That's why I thought you were going to do the, the decline there. Yeah, I thought about it, but then I came up with one that was better for number three. So let's see what your number three is. Okay, mine, and I, I had a bit of a tough time figuring this one out. And there's a technicality that the music stops, but the music oh, stops. God, because we might have the same one. We might have the same one. Is Dark Side of the no, Moon. No, it is not. Okay, okay. Dark Side of the Moon. He just Dark said Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. I mean... I don't know. I don't know how much I actually have to say about it and blow smoke. That's up. interesting. So wait, hold on. Okay, so you consider Dark Side of the Moon one? Full well, if you long listen song? to it, and which I did today just to check, mm-hmm. the only break, like the only actual silent break, 
Mm-hmm. Like there's times where it kind of fades out, but then something else is fading in at the same time. Mm-hmm. And just in the way that sort of like the way that you were explaining it when when you're talking about the decline, that like you're like, oh, this is a cool different song, except this time, you know, they do have different names and stuff, right? But it's a it's a concept record, and it just uh, it just flows into each other. And the only reason it stops at the end of uh, is it because it's legitimately the end of side one, and you have to flip it over. Right. Oh, that's awesome. That's why I can't wait to talk about mine. But but you know what. You pulled the classic. Now, yeah. I feel like most people, if they're curious about music at all, at some point are going to explore Dark Side of the Moon. Sure. It's still one of the best-selling albums of all time. Like, it still regularly hits, what, like the top however many, you know, uh, like top 100 albums that are ever selling ever. Like, it's like Dark Side of the Moon and Thriller and I don't know what else. I fully expect it to be, yeah, yeah, somewhere in our goat list. <laughs> mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be there. But, you know, it's funny that you mentioned... Because yeah, I, I never considered Dark Side of the Moon to be one... I think I consider it a song cycle. Yeah. But I never considered it one continuous song. Because I, there's breaks in the, the music that I would... <clears throat> but you're right. They all do go into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I remember uh, years and years and years ago, like when I was like a teenager and I had a copy of Dark Side of the Moon, uh, which I didn't hold on to like a fool. I should still have it. But then again, it was not like it was... A, good shape or anything i could always replace it mm-hmm. it's not like there aren't a fucking hundred million of them everywhere <laughs> but uh anyway um i i had a timer like one of those like christmas tree timers mm-hmm. in my bedroom and i had a turntable in my bedroom and i put the needle down the stylus right down on the groove at the beginning of time yep so that my alarm clock was all those clocks kicking on oh god yeah, and then, you know, by the time I woke up and, like, it woke me up and got to my turntable, you know, you know, you already got, like, uh, David Gilmore singing, ticking away the moments <laughs> to make up a doll day. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. But that was like a... <laughs> you start off like, angry because you're like, shut up, get this shit up. Okay, yeah, that's I know, right. but by the time I, like, kind of, you know, when you, your alarm's going off and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. But by the time it dawned on me it was like oh yeah but i'm about to like be rocked out of bed with some jams so mm-hmm. couldn't hate on it too much like, it sure. was good That's it was fun fair. i liked it because the only thing that drove me nuts is like it was a really old one of those like analog wheel things that like click 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 so all night long all i heard was like so that only lasted for maybe like a week before i was like yeah, fuck this. <laughs> I'm just going to wake up to my alarm like normal. Mm. But okay, okay, okay. Not much, too much do we have to say about Dark Side of the Moon. I feel like most people know about Dark Side yeah. of the Moon. But uh, mine's a real fun one. What do you got? So mine is making fun of albums like Dark Side of the Moon. It's an album uh, by another British band, uh, sometimes made fun of for their use of... Uh, flute <laughs> <laughs> oh whoops i'm sharing our slack yeah. Yeah, there we go see there we go jethro tall's thick okay. as a brick sure. do, 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 
So, thick as a brick. Um, I guess I should... I'm going to read a little bit of Wikipedia here for you. It's the fifth studio album by the British rock band Jethro Tull. Released in March 1972, the album contains a continuous piece of music split over two sides of an LP record. So just like you were saying, the only reason this thing has a little bit of a, a break in the middle where it fades out and fades back in on the other side is because they couldn't fit it all on one side. But yeah. they left that in because they were like, it's ridiculous when these bands do these fucking concept records. The technicality. And they they us to stop. listen to the whole goddamn thing continuously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So it's a parody of the uh, concept album genre. Uh, and the original packaging, designed like a newspaper, claims the album to be a musical adaption uh, adaptation of an epic poem by a fictional eight-year-old genius named Gerald Bostock. Uh, you know, and so the idea is that he had submitted this uh, poem uh, to some local paper or writing contest or something like that. And although he had been selected the winner, if you start to read the paper, it's funny. It talks about how uh, claims that he plagiarized or that like, uh, his, you know, other people had actually written this for him. He lost the prize or whatever. So Jethro Tull decided to take it upon themselves to record his epic poem in their song. And I think overall it comes in at 43 minutes and 46 seconds. Okay. okay. It's a 43 minute song. Damn. Yeah, man. I think that's Thick, the longest long song. The longest long song. I know, yeah. man. And it's in funny because it's the episode. longest long song because it's making fun of long songs. That's great. <laughs> I love it for that reason. But here's the thing you wouldn't know it by listening to it. If you listen to it, it's full 100%. It's Jethro Tull. Right. You know, it's all kind of English folksy and it's got all these breaks down that are like like written around a fucking flute, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it like, you know, it has a riffy part. It's just like Just for Tallwood. And it mostly is musically more or less kind of like stays on the same few refrains. Like it always, you know, it's melodically, it's actually kind of... What's the word I'm looking for? Monotonous in right. a way. But I bought it on CD when I was younger because I don't know. I didn't, I don't know. I I, I wanted to get into some Jethro Tull. I just, you know, they were on my list of bands to get into because they were on my list of rock bands that were big, famous rock bands. And yeah. uh, for whatever reason, I don't know. I didn't pick up a copy of uh, Aqualung. <laughs> I found I found I think it's because I found this one for like cheaper like it was like yeah. in the discount bin so I still have it on CD somewhere um yeah and and best part is on CD it's no a breaks. straight 43 minutes right yeah. through no breaks you can tell where the break is because they obviously did something musically that like they could break into two parts mm-hmm. and then it picks up again but no, no breaks. So that's forty-three minutes. I wonder. I wonder if I listened to Dark Side on a CD, if they fill, found a way to like a remaster version, if they found a way to fill that gap, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Find I'm sure I've listened to it on CD. Like must have. I must have. I'm probably sure. I'm probably probably listened to it on CD before I listened to it on any other format. Oh, for sure. Because by the time I was coming around to bands like Pink Floyd, yeah, um, yeah, but that's. Anyway, so that was my introduction to Jethro Tull was actually this 43-minute song. I heard this. I prob- I'd had heard like maybe Aqualung or something like that before. Mm-hmm. Once or twice, maybe. Maybe play- played on some classic rock station or maybe a friend of mine or something played it for me. But I was like, oh, yeah, Jethro Tull. I should buy this because it was like $5 <laughs> in like a discount <laughs> bin or something. And, man, I put it on and holy shit, 43 minutes later, I was Oof. like, 
Oh, whew, that fucking, yeah. Goddamn. Um, now, okay, hold on, though. That doesn't say, now, did you like it or did you not like it? And you were just like, well, what did I just listen to for 43 minutes? Well, it's an experience. Here's what I liked about it is as the years went on and I learned more about it, you know, because when I first bought it, I didn't have Wikipedia or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I didn't have journalists who were going like, oh, but then the Jethro Tull epic, whatever. You know, like the first time I picked it up and started reading the liner notes, obviously in the CD version, they didn't recreate the newspaper you could fold out and read, right? right? But uh, as, you know, I'm buying it at first. I'm like, oh, holy shit. So wait, this kid wrote this poem? And <laughs> you don't know This that many it's... fucking stanzas or whatever? I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jethro Tull is like, well, we need to record this because we believe this kid wrote this poem and he's a genius, you know? <laughs> so I was kind of bought it the first time I listened to it. So I think I was kind of like swept up by that whole like, you Well, know, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. And like a sort cooler, of. It was like a cool, a... cooler uncle or cousin or something was like, kid, you don't know anything. This is a joke. No, nobody told me. It was only on my own later, like reading like rock journalist writings and, you know, like, oh, or the, you know, the the Jethro Tull like, taking the piss out of the right. idea of a concept record by making a ridiculous concept record. That what? Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So. What? So, wait, what oh. year did, what year did it come out? What year did uh, Dark Side of the Moon come out? Seventy-three? Seventy-three. You know what's funny? Thick as a brick predates it, so they weren't Oh. They weren't taking a pit, the piss out of uh Dark Side. Specifically. So <laughs> no. I wonder what it was. I wonder what albums they were really like. What were what Okay, were, did did the Wall come out before? No, Wall came out later. That was even later, okay, because that's yeah. another one that's some same idea. Well yeah, that's two Pink Floyd concept records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, I don't know. People what do, what do, what do people we're going a little tra- off track here, but let's just do it for a minute. Like, you know, I know a lot of people who don't know any better usually give the Beatles credit for uh, the concept record or or album. But where did the concept album really come from? You know, I don't know, but, and I know you're looking it up right now, but I would even say that would make another good episode of... uh this yeah maybe we need to do a concept album episode Save uh, that for another staff picks because you know when i think concept records i think of like marty robbins um gunfighter uh, ballads gunfighter ballads of the the old west that's a concept record right? a good one. uh do you consider like a pet sounds a concept record i don't know i never really I mean, I've obviously heard Pet Sounds a bunch, but I've never really dove too much into the... Yeah, because the songs on there are despaired enough that like... But I've I've heard people refer to Pet Sounds as a concept record because there was a concept behind making that record that wasn't just a collection of like singles or songs, you know, that like... Right. To... Well, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I don't want to get too off track because uh, because we, we still want to I still want to talk about some long song stuff because I was I'm a little surprised okay I we'll was, put a pin in that that's for a future episode we're gonna we're gonna dissect yeah. the concept album at some point yeah 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 let's do that that sounds like a great idea um but I'm a little surprised because I I felt pretty sure that you would pick uh some William Onyabor oh I mean I thought about it but I was also like I've already I've already put William on your board on my... Do uh, you put him on your staff pick wall? Or well, I don't know if he's on the staff picks, board. but he was on my discoveries for 2020. So, oh, okay. so it's going to be... Okay. I need, you know... Uh, so I've already put the idea of on your, William on your board out there. All right, all right. Um, I don't... Do any of his songs... 
top 10 minutes, though? I didn't even look well, into it. Well, when the going is smooth and good. Is over 10 minutes? 12 minutes and 53 seconds. Right. Okay. Well, honorable mention to William Onyabor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you listen to our uh, our favorite discoveries of 2020, he was my pick for that. Uh, yeah. That's been a great... That's been fun. Uh discovering that guy and going down that and you know i'm a little late to the game it turns out that like david byrne was promoting him and there was that uh, uh kind of this collection album called uh oh i can't remember now who is william on something like that anyway yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but david byrne was per- was performing some of his songs and promoting right. it like he was on like letterman doing it like back in like 2015 so I'm like, oh, okay, where have I been? How come I'm so fucking late to the party? <laughs> but <laughs> but hey, you know, the party doesn't start till I get there. That's what That's I say. Right. right? Well, okay. So. And then I had another one, and I almost yeah. picked this, uh, and I knew you'd love it. I, I don't know. I, 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 I think that uh, Rush's 2112 also deserves a, an honorable mention for being a 20-minute and 40-second 40, 40 song. Yeah, yeah, okay, honorable mention. Yeah, I mean, there's... A lot of long songs out there. Like you brought up Iron Maiden before. Like, oh, yeah. God, we just did Metallica. Metallica, you know, early in their career was famous for songs coming in, like on average coming in around like seven, eight minutes, right? Like they easily have a few over 10. Uh, you know, um, oh, I'm trying to think right now. But uh, in the metal genre, you find it a lot more, especially bands that are really technical. I'm sure Tool. Speaking of oh, yeah. metal, Tool's got to have some stuff. I mean, especially, you know, the last few albums. feels like those fucking albums are just one long song sometimes, right? <laughs> you know? That's, you know, I was listening to some Tool earlier. I was listening to Sober, right? Off of Undertow. Mm-hmm. And you know what I fucking loved about that? Mm. Tension yeah. and then release. Right. Not just all new, tension. New, new, new Tool is tension 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 all right go home with a boner you know like (laughs) it's like a night at the fucking strip club it's just frustrating (laughs) as all hell like anyway that's my tirade about tool that has nothing to do with long songs except they probably have a whole bunch but i was not going to recommend any of their long songs these are songs you like to talk about, songs you like to put in your ears. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go over it, Charlie. Uh, so what were your picks again? So for number, one, number uh, one, single over 10 minutes. Single over 10 minutes, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner by Iron Maiden on the album Power Slave. Cool. Album with uh, at least one song over 10 minutes? Uh, my album was uh, Chuck Berry, Concerto in Be Good. Right on. And... Your album or our EP that is all one song. Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd, baby. Cool. And for me, I went for single. I went No Effects is The Decline. Uh, for album with a song over 10 minutes, I went At Fillmore East by the Almond Brothers. And uh, number three, album or EP that is all one song, I went with Jethro Tull's Thick as a Brick. Thick as a Brick. Right on. Okay, well... Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you want to, you know, keep up with us, see what we're doing, join in the conversation, all that kind of fun stuff, you can follow us at all those places that you follow people, you know, social media, all that. We put it all in one place so it's easy enough for you to find. That's a website. You guys remember how those work. Uh, Charlie, what is that website? Ooh, that website is l2lpodcast.com. Yeah, go to those places. Oh, the gospel choir. Holy shit, that threw me off. Um, so, yeah, go to those places, like, subscribe, whatever you got to do, talk to us, you know, 
tell us you love us tell you hate us just reach out just talk to us we're lonely and anything we really use it speaking of being lonely <laughs> and wanting to talk listen just reach out call us you know it's late you're probably listening to this trying to go to sleep right now and it's not happening and you just want to let us know about how you're feeling you know your thoughts your worries well maybe uh maybe we'll talk about it maybe we'll we'll help alleviate about some of that by you know if you call 780-851-8785 that number again is 780-851-8785 of course Charlie, you've always got something to plug. What are you oh, plugging? Oh, boy, do I ever. You want some merchandise. You like this show so much, you're so scared to call. You want to be a first-time caller, long-time listener, but you're too scared to call. Well, you can still go and get merch. You can get the T-shirt. You can get the mug, coffee mug. You just got to go down to oldmandesign.com. Uh, we'll get you sorted. Just tell them, tell them Charlie sent you. We should just put a link to that in our like a store link you know it's on our crazy website. that we don't already have it there why don't we do that hey by the time you guys listen to this we'll just have a fucking link on that website we were talking about before and uh l2lpodcast.com thank you charlie all right and uh of course naomi has a podcast uh it's called dope nostalgia she talks to a lot of cool cats mm-hmm. from the 90s i don't think anybody said cool cats in the 90s but, you know, whatever they said, maybe they're still saying it. You got to go over to DopeNostalgia.com to find out who she's talking to. Um, but, yeah, if you grew up in the 90s or even if you didn't, you know, 90s. It's been 20-some years since the 90s, so now it's nostalgic. D- it's Dope Nostalgia. All right. That's what they said in the 90s. They said <laughs> dope. Go. There you go. Yeah, I got there. All right. So, anyway, uh, and we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash learning to listen. So, you heard the spiel at the beginning of the show. Guess what? Same spiel. Hey. It's exactly the same. I'm going to tell you this, this stuff that I already said once, that. but I got to fucking just hammer this goddamn shit home all the time with you people. I mean, I love you people. Sorry, I take it back. Listen, archived episodes, early, bonus content, our smiling faces. That's what you get. Patreon.com slash learning to listen. Help us out. All right. Thank you very much for listening uh hanging out with us today i hope you know maybe we helped you out with uh, some recommendations of music maybe you're somebody who's like i love music but i just wish it never stopped well (laughs) this is as close as it gets all right other than being on mdma at some fucking like uh uh rave right (laughs) that's where music never stops until the cops bust it up but Anyway, I hope you heard some of our recommendations today and you check them out and maybe you hear it. something you like. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get to this Missy Elliott episode that I probably plugged for like the last two or three episodes. <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, <laughs> Missy Elliott's Superfly. It's on our list of Rolling Stones' uh, greatest albums of all time. That's what we're going to be doing soon. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, the goat was late. <laughs> That goat never shows up on time. He's a fucking late goat. <laughs> fucking goat, man. That's what he wants. Or he just cuts me off, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe that goat should come in at the end of all our episodes just to tell us to fucking get out of here. Beat it. Beat get it, losers. Get out of here, goat. Get out of here. Wrap, wrap, wrap it up. Yeah.